Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my super fine wife, Beth. On this last day of 2023, a sensational Sunday. Amen. And God could not have had us land on a more perfect scripture for our do not fear end of the year. Listen to this. Listen to this. 2 Chronicles 2017. 2 Chronicles 2017. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions. Stand firm and see the deliverance of the Lord that will give you Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. That's the attitude. That's right. For you to take Mm -hmm. in the 20... 24. I mean, just that mm, very attitude, absolutely and positively. So, hallelujah. Today we're going to finish up from yesterday, right? Yep. Uh, We started seven kinds of givers. Mm -hmm. Today it's going to be what kind of giver are you? All right. We started with a quote from Martin Luther People go through three conversions in Christian faith. Their head, their heart, and their pocketbook. Unfortunately, not all at the same same time. There's a definite progression for those who seek the Lord. Today, we're going to continue this conversation. First, yesterday, we talked about a reverent giver. That's right. When we reverently fear the Lord, we will always put Him first. By doing so, we will give when he says give, mm-hmm. we'll also give what and where he says to give. That's right. Second, a systematic giver. There is an amazing progression, hallelujah, found in Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10, Classic Amplified. And it says, honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors and with the first fruits of all your income. So shall your storage places be filled with plenty, and your vats shall be overflowing with new wine. Hallelujah. In Proverbs 3, 9 in the Message Bible, it says it this way. Honor God with everything you own. Give him the first and the best. The scripture says that we honor God. That's what it means to reverence him, to honor him and give him honor when it's due. And that means giving him his be- our best. When is our best offering? What is it? What is it? It's determined every time we, he tells us to give. That's it. You know, when we give God our best, he gives us his best. And boy, you can't beat that in any way. I like his best. Mm-hmm. Number three, an expectant giver. An expectant giver knows when we obey God's instructions and directions, we will experience supernatural increase. It's not a matter of if, but when, and the how can be however God chooses. Yes. An expectant giver knows beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Lord will provide a way. I'm telling you, and he always does. Wow. Number four, a cheerful giver. There is one scripture that sums it up. 2 Corinthians 9, 7. 2 Corinthians 9, 7 says, Every man according to as he purposes in his heart, so let it give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. <clears throat> that means a, in the Greek, the strongest concordance, a cheerful, joyous, prompt to do it, giver. 
That's actually where we get our English word hilarious, meaning we are so joyful that it just overflows. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And right, it really baby. does. Amen. Amen and amen. So, <clears throat> Scripture says that he loves and is unwilling to do without. That's you and me. He's unwilling to do without because yes, us, is. because... We are we, cheerful, hilarious, well, joyous, prompt to do givers. Our heart is in our giving, and that is really a big key. That's it. So let's pick up where we left off on yesterday's call. That's right. Number five, a blessed giver. 1 Corinthians 16.2, 16.2 Classic Amplified Bible. On the first day of each week, that each one of you personally put aside something and save it up as he has prospered in proportion to what he has given, so that no collections will need to be taken after I come. Now let's read 1 Corinthians 16, 1 in the, New, in the Living Bible. In the Living Bible it says, Now here are the directions about the money we are collecting to send to Christians in Jerusalem. And by the way, these are the same directions that I gave to the churches in Galatia. Even though the Apostle Paul was talking about taking up offerings for the church in Jerusalem, there is an important giving principle at work in the Scripture. 1 Corinthians 16.2, 16.2 Living Bible. On every Lord's Day, each of you should put aside something from what you have earned during the week and use it for his offering. The amount depends on how much the Lord has helped you earn. Don't wait until I get there, and then try to collect it all at once. Mm -hmm. As we began to search the scriptures, we found Exodus 34.20, 34.20 King James Version. Yes. That's a, really a confirming verse, when it says, None shall appear before me empty. The Living Bible translation of Exodus 34.20 says, Not one, no one, shall appear before me without a gift. A matan. That's it. Exodus, that's the Greek word for gift. Yes. Exodus 24.20, Message Bible. Well, actually, it's the, um, excuse me, Hebrew word, excuse me, <clears throat> matan. Yeah. 34.20 says, No one shall show up in my presence empty-handed. That's the message Bible. God not, only, God not only tells us what to give, He tells us when to give. Mm. Number six, a faithful giver. Wow. I want to be faithful. I don't mm. know about you, but I want to be faithful before the Lord. 1 Corinthians 4.2. 4.2 Classic Amplified says this, Moreover, it is essentially required of steward, stewards that a man should be found faithful, proving himself worthy of trust. And that includes us women. If you do not, because he considered us both the same, man and woman, make he, it says in Exodus. If you do not understand stewardship, you really, it's going to be hard for you to understand a Christian life and how to walk effectively in God's divine provision for you and how he looks at it and views it. The simple definition of steward is someone who manages someone else's property. However, if you dig a little bit deeper, you'll find this. The Greek word for steward is G3623. G3623 
and according to Strong's Concordance, it means the manager of house uh, of household or of household affairs, especially a steward, manager, superintendent, whether freeborn or as it was in the usual case, a freed man or a slave, to whom the head of the house or help me with that word, I don't know it's Proprietor. There you go. I just couldn't get it out. It happens sometimes. Has entrusted the management of his affairs, the care of receipts and expenditures, and the duty of dealing out the proper portion to every servant, and even to the children not yet of age. So on this last day of 2023, we need to look at what kind of manager are we? That's what kind right. of manager is we go into 2024? We need to make no mistake about it. God is not looking for a below average or even average stewards among his children. He's looking for the believers who understand and practice faithfulness, integrity, and excellence. You know, honey, I just can't help. It just swells up in me that we have, and we are so blessed to have the people who tune into this. They understand faithfulness, integrity, and excellence. You know how important that is? Very. I love it. The New Living Translation to 1 Corinthians 4, 2 says, Now a person who is put in charge as a manager must be faithful. The Greek word for faithful is defined as persons who show themselves diligent in the transaction of business, the execution of commands, or the discharge of official duties. And it comes from a root word to make friends of, to win one's favor, to gain one's goodwill, or to seek to win one, strive to please one. That's that is good. what our faithfulness is to God. He looks down on this group of people, and he goes, they are committed to my kingdom, that you just can't have a better blessing going into 2024 than the Lord saying, I love these people that listen to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. Amen. Our stewardship of what God has given us determines our future blessings. No doubt about it. Think about that. And we feel like mm. that's going to be great, better than anticipated yes. in 2024. Breakthroughs and breakouts. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Number seven, a generous giver. 2 Corinthians 9, 6, Classic Amplify. Remember this. He who, he who sows sparingly and grudgingly will also reap sparingly and grudgingly. And he who sows generously, that blessings may come to someone, will reap generosity and with blessings. Yes. Simply said, the proportion with which you sow is the proportion to which you will reap. Wow. Second Corinthians 9, 6, this time in the Living Bible, says... But remember this, if you give little, you get little. Farmer who plants just a few seeds will only get a small crop. But if he plants much, he'll reap much. Mm -mm. So let's point out that little and much, though, is relative yes. to what you have. That's right. For a single mother working two jobs just to make ends meet, $20 may be a significant seed. However, for someone who has a six-figure income, $20 may not be significant at all. For the single mom who's unemployed, a widow, the $20 seed may be huge. Luke 21, verses 3 through 5. 21, 3 through 5, classic amplified Bible. And he also saw a poor widow putting in two mites, copper coins. And he said, truly, I say to you, 
This poor widow has put in more than all of them, for they gave out of their abundance, their surplus, but she is contributing out of her lack and her want, putting in all that she had on which to live. You know, it brings back a memory to me, um, <clears throat> to, you know, that, that was from years ago when we were asked by Brother John Amanziti to move to Texas, and the Lord, we had $15 in our checking account because wow. I was in North Carolina waiting to sell the house and with the three children that we had and at the, that were home. And um, Harold was in Texas working for Brother John, living in an apartment until we could get settled. And I remember going to a church event at $15 and the Lord said, give 10 of it. And I said, okay, Lord, you know. And I gave that $10, it was in January. I remember that. And within a week, I mean, or two max, we sold that house, got packed up, Harold came and got us and we moved to Texas. You know, you can get down to where you feel like there is nothing left, but the Lord, the Lord, you do what the Lord says and you just never know what kind of incredible That's openings exactly right. he will give to you. So anyway, beyond I, your expectation, that's the truth. <clears throat> the significance you know, of your seed is based on what you have left. It not is not is based on what you have left after your seed. You know, you will be enriched in every way, says Second Corinthians nine eleven. Second Corinthians nine eleven, new living, so that you can always be generous. So God looks upon us. And, and once again, blesses. the scripture says, "You will be enriched." In every way. Mm -hmm. Now that's the way to start a new year. That is the truth. I came across an email I got a couple of years back from Claudia in Cincinnati. She wrote, I especially appreciate the Rich Thoughts for Breakfast calls. They really helped me to start the day focused right. Yes. Thank you. Well, that Claudia, is you're welcome. Our blessing. Hallelujah. And that's what Jesus. we seek to do. All right. And until tomorrow Well, oh, no, tonight. tonight Yes. At 6 p.m. Rich Thoughts TV. That's right. Hallelujah. It's a little more in-depth teaching than we do in the morning. That's it. You can see it by going to YouTube and searching for Rich Thoughts TV online. You can go to Savior Connect. And you can go to uh, Facebook. and At Brother Harold. At Brother Harold. Or you go to... Any way you do it, you know, come join us. Amen. Because it'll bless you. Hallelujah. And until tonight at 6 and every morning at 8.30, God bless you. Happy trail. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Yes, we you. do. Bye-bye.